You are listening to the Sojourn Church Podcast. If you have any questions or would like to view a video version of this message, please visit our website, sojournchurch.org. If you have your Bibles, I would like for you to turn to Jeremiah chapter 1. You've heard this verse before. And again, one of the reasons why that we, we're going to we have three points today that I'm going to talk to you about, about mothers. The reason why God created mothers, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you the first point as you're turning there, the first point is that God created mothers. He made them. It was his idea. Uh, there's this, it's not a new theology. It's some theology. Some pastors go, well, God is, you know, he's, he's mother and father. Yes, he is a father to the fatherless, and he all, but he created mothers. That's not what I'm talking about today. I'm saying that God's uh, plan was for moms, and that's why he, he created them. Here's what it says in Jeremiah 1, uh, chapter 4, I mean, chapter, I'm sorry, Jeremiah 1, verse 4 and 5. Said, then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before, before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. Now, the reason why that's significant, the reason why I'm making that point is so important because the, the fact is, is that this, you look at that and be like, God, he knew Jeremiah while he was in the womb. He formed him in the inward, inward parts. Here's why I'm making that point. The truth is this, that God, while Jeremiah was in the womb, he said he knew him. You cannot have a relationship with goo and slime and whatever it is the world is saying. You have to have a relationship with a person. So the argument that conception is when the baby is born is absolutely a lie because the Bible says right here that while he was in the mother's womb, God knew him, had a relationship with him, ordained him. You cannot have a relationship with somebody like, well, that's not a baby. That's not a heartbeat. There's not, there's not this. You can't define what God is saying is a baby and what conception is. The Bible says that when you're born, when in the mother's womb, I had a relationship. I knew him. I formed them. I formed them he and she in their inward parts. He said, I formed you, framed you in their inward parts. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. So I want to say this to you. I'm going to say this to anybody watching. Don't argue with me about abortion and trying to tell me when a conception is because I would tell you that it's in while the mother is conceived, when they realize that they're pregnant, that is when life begins. So stop murdering babies. Stop trying to end life. Stop trying to get to a place where you are trying to end Precious lies because God knows you while you're in your mother's womb. He forms you. He ordains you. He destined you. He blessed you. And he given you life so that you can do what he's called you to do and be what he's called, be what he's called you to be. And the truth is, is that that's when it starts. Starts there. Had a relationship. It, it, it ends it. It ends the debate. For those of us that live by the word of God, this is what it says, not only did it say he knew him, it said he sanctified him. You know what that word sanctified literally means in that sense. It literally means set apart. Can you imagine being set apart? Saying right in the mother's womb, like you're not just like any other baby. You are set apart. You've been ordained. You've been, he destined. I mean, did you think about that? You didn't even know. All you were doing was pulling on that umbilical cord. Mom, can I have something? Mom, can I? And while you were pulling on that umbilical cord, Mom, can we? Hey, we're hungry. You know, Vanessa would have some cravings. I'm not going to tell you what they are, but some cravings. We'd go, we, whatever we'd, we need to do, pulling on that. While I'm doing that, ah, getting ready. God's like, I know you. I got plans for you. Some of us, we got some, maybe some expectant mothers in here this morning. We had some first service. I'm telling you, God and that baby, while you are trying, we are feeding that baby. You know what I'm talking about. There's a bond that happens. 
There's a bond that happens with the mother and the child, but not just the mother and child. You think that, the mother and child, but it's with God Almighty has a bond with that baby, and it's called him. I remember we'd be, Vanessa and I'd be laying in bed, and she, and she was, was first when she was pregnant with, um, with Ainsley, and so she'd be like, this baby is moving. And I'd look, and they'd be, you know, pushing all over, make the wop-sided, you know. And I was so, I was so sensitive during that time. I'd be like, ugh, what is that? And so because, I was just like, that look, just look weird. And she'd be like, touch it, put your hand on there. And I would feel the baby. And I'm telling you, I began to bond with the baby, you know. Not enough to get up in the middle of the night when they were crying, so that was her job. But at the same time, but enough, enough to know that you're going, you got it, babe, you you're all good, you know what I'm saying? She'd be like, it's your turn. I'm like, I, I can't do nothing for the baby. You gotta have to, you got, it's gotta be all you. You know, she's just like, I wanna sleep on your side of the bed because apparently you can't hear what's going on on that side of the bed. I go, I know, there's some kind of barrier, some kind of block or something. The Lord is good. Anyway, so the truth is, is that God, God did it. It was, his, it was his idea. I want you to close your eyes with me just just. For a moment. I want everybody to close your eyes. Everybody, close your eyes for a minute. And I'm going to play something for you, and, and I want you to hear this. That is the sound of a baby's heartbeat while he's in the mother's womb. Isn't that beautiful? That's a beautiful sound. It's a, it's a beautiful sound. And, and I don't know how you cannot hear that and not be like, like I, I love, I love this baby. I, I just, I just do. I remember, I remember, and I'm looking at Vanessa in that hospital room, and she was getting ready to push, when uh, with Luke, and getting ready to push, and the doctor's like, hey, get, you need to get ready, get ready. To, this, this baby's coming. I said, honey, hold up. Emmett's at the five-yard line. He's about to score. Aikman. <laughs> That's a true story, by the way. I did do that. <laughs> I go, would you, would you, was it Luke? It was Luke. She doesn't remember. She said, I mean, she just remembers. She never forgets. But it was Luke. I was like, can you hold up? Emmett's about to score. Can you just don't push yet? He's about to score. She's like, I'm about to score a new husband because you. <laughs> well, the truth is, is that that, that that baby comes into the world and he, God's idea was to use moms to do that. I mean, he could have, he could have had Jesus come as a big comment. If I, if I was God, I'd probably do that. Big comment, you know, everybody would know that, that Jesus is here. The Bible says he chose to find a girl, a young lady, and have her overshadowed by the Holy Spirit and birth Jesus into the world that way. You know what? That was God's idea. Not man's idea, that was God's idea. So first point is mothers, mothers are... God's idea. He created mothers. Point two, mothers experience pain. If you turn your Bibles, you can turn to Luke chapter two. They do experience pain. And I'm not just talking about at childbirth, because you think about just, you know, moms having um, pain at childbirth, but mothers know that there's a pain that fathers don't know about. There's a pain that goes on in their heart that fathers, men just don't understand. And I'm I'm, I'm thankful that God gave them the whole deal about childbirth, but there is something that mothers carry that men do not. There's something that men carry that women do not. But I'm saying right now that mothers carry pain. I'm, I'm going to show you what, and here's an example of that. Luke chapter 2, verse 33. And Joseph, his mother, 
uh, and his mother marveled at those things. Talking about Jesus, which was spoken of him. Verse 34, then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign which will be spoken against. Verse 35, this is what I'm talking about. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Now, here's, here's what I want to say about that. There is a, when it, Jesus was, <laughs> went to the cross, only Mary could carry the pain and experience the pain that was going through, that, that Jesus experienced. Because Vanessa says this all the time, you may can finish this phrase. She says it to me all the time, once a mom, always a mom. See, once you're a mom, you, you can't stop being a mom. There's a pain that they experience. There's a pain that goes, that they go through. You know, dads can sleep through, through the night and, and go through and think they got to go out and do this or whatever, but moms are on 24-7. They're praying over their children. They are feeling with their children. When I fell and I, and I hurt myself, I didn't run to dad. I go, dad, pick me up. Oh my gosh. He'd be like, boy, I spit on it or rub some dirt in it. You know, when I was your age, I had to walk to school both ways in the snow all day. And then, you know, I had to go kill our lunch and then come back to the school. I mean, just all that. I go to mom. Mom's like, oh, come here. I'll make it all. No, mom went that way either. Too. But she'd be like, you know, she'd be like, she would. She'd try to nurture. She does best she could. But the truth is moms are just there. They know. They know the things that are, that are going on. I've seen our children go through pain and experience pain. And I don't know what to do. But Vanessa always knows what to do because God has connected mothers to children and they know exactly what's going on. I could be asleep. I wake up. I see Vanessa praying over our kids. I see her praying over and, and hurting over her kids. My mother the same way. She prayed over us. She prays for us every night. At 7.30, they pray over us. They call all our names out every night. My mom and dad do that. Mom's been praying for me since I can remember. But there's a pain that they experience that nobody else knows. And God created them that way to be able to love their children. You may be in here today and... And you have a, a child that is wayward or you have a child that's going through something. They may not be away from God or maybe they are away from God, but they're experiencing something that is so painful and, and, and you're just your heart is breaking. I want to tell you today, this, this is the reason why I wanted to preach this message. The Lord told me to tell you today that I am the God of miracles. Not only am I not only the God of miracles, but I'm a God that can turn it around at a moment's notice. And he says, I love them more than you do. And while they were in your womb, while they were formed in your inward parts, I knew them and ordained them and sanctified them. I destined them and I know the plans that I have for them, saith the Lord. It is to prosper them, to give them a future and a hope. And I am re routing them to go where I need them to go, where I want them to be. So don't fret. Trust in me. Lean into me. Know that I am the God that has it all under control, says the Lord. I'm just telling you, I'll just put somebody in here. Maybe you're watching. God is the one that can turn it around. You don't know. You don't necessarily know. You Mothers have to watch their children make bad decisions, right? And they do that dance. Do I step in? Do I not? Do I step in? Cha-cha-cha. Do I come in? I want to do it. I, I don't. Hey, let me do it. I mean, I remember I was five, six years old. My mom's still cutting on my pancakes for me. I got it. I do it. You know? You know? Like, I know what I'm talking about. I do it. No, I do it. No, I do it. You know, I do it. <laughs> okay, you do it. <laughs> Smack. You know, just say mom, mom didn't mess with My mom was not the person that'd be like, you wait till your dad gets home. My mom didn't do that. She'd be like, I'm going to get you then dad's going to get you too. We're going to tag team. 
going to tag him in when he get home, and then I'm going to get some water, and I'm going to come back, and we're going to finish you off. <laughs> Mom didn't mess around, man. I remember when, this is a true story. One day when I was driving, I was being rebellious. You know, some of you that I'm telling you right now, you kids in here that are being rebellious against your parents, do, I'm telling you, change. Change now because you, the, you reap what you sow. Rebellious, you reap what you sow. You know, you try to act like, well, I'm, and you think you know. I thought I know. You know, I'm 15 years old. I know everything. Are you kidding me? Now you can't tell me nothing. Man, when I got to be 18, 19, 20 years old, I'm out on my own. I'm like, Dad, can I have some money? Oh, I can't hear you. What is it that you need? Uh, can, I, can I have some? <laughs> you're on your own, baby. This is the day would come. They were rejoicing. I think when they left school, when they dropped me off at Christ for the Nations, I think I could hear rubber burning on the way out. They were, <laughs> I remember I was being rebellious one day, and my mother, she, she, uh, there's a couple, there's one day, oh my gosh, there were some, several times I was being rebellious. One day I was driving. I was taking her somewhere, and I wouldn't talk to her. She tried to talk to me. I wouldn't talk to her. She said, did you hear me? I didn't say anything. She goes, I'm talking to you. I didn't say anything. Next thing I knew, I saw stars. I really did. I was driving, have kids you. Now I'm not in the kids. I was driving the car. She hit me so hard. I'm talking about I saw I'm like I like you ever been hit so hard that you go back and you remember all the scenes from Rocky 2 and 3. I remember seeing all the I saw stars. I saw I saw Rocky going Adrian. I saw all of that. Adrian, you know, I'm just like, well, and not only did she hit me and I, and I swerved the, the, the she, as she hit me, she corrects the wheel, grabs the wheel and corrects us and gets us on the right track until the stars subside. She is talented. I never knew that my mother could do that. Get a switch. Anybody know what a switch is? That's what's wrong with the world today. There's not enough switches in the world. My mother was like Zorro. She could tag her, she could write her name in your leg and... She's just something else. Just, she just, Thelma, Jay, McCray, she just tagged it right there. That's why I wear pants now. You can't, I don't want to show it to you. But anyway, now here's the deal. Now some of you are laughing, but the truth is, you know you caused your mother pain sometimes. Did you not? Cause pain, but they had to carry that. And one day, I was being rebellious, and my mother sat on the, on the dresser in my room, and she's crying. She was absolutely just crying. And I don't know why she was crying. I was mad at her. And she said this to me. She says, Chris, I just want the best for you. I love you so much. I want the best for you. You're making bad decisions. And she's crying. I never, I never loved seeing my mother cry. I never, I never enjoyed it. I wouldn't even do things to make her mad. But she, she'd be mad. I mean, we were, we were four, it's three boys and one girl. So we drive her crazy. But that one day, we had a moment. And I go, Mom, I know you want the best for me. I said, but you got to let me make my own decisions. She goes, it's hard to see you make, make hard decisions. How many moms know what I'm talking about? It's hard. She said, it's hard. And we had a moment, and I hugged her. And, um, and, and she said, this is what she said to me. She goes, you will never know the pain that I carry by loving you so much. She goes, I love you so much. And you, you'll never know that pain until you have kids of your own. And she said, and I hope you have a kid just like you. And, and I was like, what? She goes, I pray in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit that you have a son or a kid just like you. And she might as well have put that little hoof of dust in her hand and blew it in my face because guess what? 
I have a kid just like me. He's sitting right here on the front row. I mean, Vanessa goes, that is your twin. We'll be both at the refrigerator eating. I go, what are you talking about? Why is he saying why is my twin? The truth is, is that it's, it's true. So I'm telling you, kids, sow good seeds because it'll come back to get you. <laughs> Repent now. Repent. Love your parents. Honor your father and mother. Number one, because the Bible says to do so. But at the same time, you will live long on the earth. I thought that was because it was some magical thing that if you honor and obey your parents, you just live long on the earth. No, that's so your parents don't kill you in the process. <laughs> but it's true. I know you guys are laughing, but it's true. Parent, moms carry pain. This is my last point, and I'm going to pray for some mothers. Point three, God created mothers to care. There is just that instinct. God created them. He put that in them to care about their children. They can't help it. It cannot help it but just to care. He made them that way. You know why he put that in them? Because God cares. The Father cares. And he made it where mothers care about their children just all the time. There's never a time where Vanessa's not thinking about it and thinking about our kids. They'll be, you know, they're all driving now, which is a little scary thing. Um, but they're all driving. And, um, you know, we got all these cars and insurance. And, you know, some people get mad at me, but I make our kids pay their own insurance. They pay their own insurance, and they keep money in the bank for their deductible because I'm not paying for it. And I, they're my car, so I make sure. Those are the things that I do. I'm trying to teach them responsibility. There are things out there. I say this to my kids. There are things out there called bills. And they go, really, Daddy? Yes. <laughs> there are bills out there. And my, one, my daughter, my youngest daughter, she goes, you mean I got to pay to drive? I go, yes. They go, what is this? I go, this is the real world. Thank you. Welcome to the real world. Welcome to the real world. But the truth is, is that, that even with all this stuff that we're trying to make and have them do, there's a care that goes on in a mother's heart where she cares for their children. She puts that as a, as, a, as a bird, as a mother hen broods and calls the chicks to her nest. It's in the scriptures. So the father does. And so, therefore, a mother calls them to her own, that she cares about them. And that's what would be like, call, call them, call the kids. I'm like, well, it's only 10 o'clock. We told them, we told them 1030. She goes, well, call them. She goes, where's Ainsley? It's like, they can defend themselves. You know, they, they know how to use Smith and Wesson and, and, and Beretta and all that. So they're, they're good. She goes, call them. Because she cares about them. She's thinking about them all the time. They go to a movie. They go somewhere else. French. Call them. Because she's always caring about him. Now, I, I know sometimes I sight out of mind for a father, but a mother always cares. You guys remember the story in the Bible about Solomon? Solomon was saying this. When Solomon, where the two harlots came in, and, and, and he was the wisest king. And the two, they came in, and one baby had died in the night, and they switched the baby. If you hadn't, go back and read that, read that story. And Solomon says to, 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 the, to the guard, said, hey, bring me a knife. Let's divide the child in two. And so the one mother says, says divide yes divided cut the child in two so that neither us uh, neither of us will have it and the one mother said no don't don't cut the child in two let her have it and solomon said this is the mother because no mother i'm just god put this in a mother cannot it's hard for them to see their children hurt because they care so much about their children they're just always there and so that's the reason why we honor you today moms because you do care so much Here's a couple of quotes, and then I'll end and pray for you. Here's a couple of quotes for, about moms caring. <clears throat> Number one, this is the first quote. Being a mom might mean that my hands are full 
but so is my heart. I think about that when I see certain moms and the way that they look at their, their kids, the way they look at their, their sons, the way they look at their daughters. I'm looking at some of you right now that I know how much you love your kids. I know how much you care for your kids. And I've, I've seen the way you look. You don't even know sometimes that I'm looking at you, but I am. And I, lo- I love the way you love your kids. You love them on purpose because you can't help it. It does something to my heart, but even more so, it does something to God's heart because he created you. Number two, life doesn't come with a manual. It comes with a mom. Number three, the most precious jewels you'll ever have around your neck are the arms of your children. How many moms can relate to that? I I know you can. Number four, being a mother is learning about strengths you didn't know you had and dealing with fears you didn't know existed. Number five, the loveliest masterpiece is the love of God in the heart of a mother. It's a masterpiece. He created them. I love to see... Vanessa and the way that she is she's just the way she is with our kids and how much she loves them and she'll talk to them they'll play games and stuff together she and she just knows she'll come home and she'll say did you know that Luke is thinking about this and or Braden's thinking about you know this and I was like no I had no idea I was just with him yesterday you know we were she goes well you probably need to go talk to him or she'd be like um there's a there's a girl in the house uh, another woman that needs to go out on a date with you. Uh, you need to take her out on a date. I'd be like, ooh, another woman? She goes, uh, don't let me slap you. I'm talking about in the house. And so that needs you need to take out on a date. And so it'll be she'll just know so-and-so needs you. or so. And I'll, I'll sometimes not have a clue, but Vanessa knows. Why? Because she cares. And you mothers are just like that. You just know exactly what's going on. So we, we honor you today. We, we love you today. We cherish you today. And I want to say to you, no matter what's going on, because I know this, I feel this, I feel this. The reason why I believe the Lord wanted me to share this message is because there's some of you right now that may be, number one, you may be estranged from your mom. Some of you that are men in here may be estranged from your mom. And maybe there's some things that are going on in your life. Some of you may have some heartache and stuff going on with your children right now. And you don't have a good relationship with your kids. Your kids are in a rebellious state and you don't know what to do. Or they're, they're going through some kind of pain or they're making some bad decision. And that decision has led them down destructive paths. And it seemed like decision after decision after decision has been hard. And your heart aches. And sometimes all you can do is cry and cry out to God and say, God, please turn them around. Please, Lord, get their attention. Please, Lord, help them. Don't take your Holy Spirit away from them. Don't stop loving them. Don't stop protecting them. Keep them in the way. I'm telling you what, I believe that no matter who you are, maybe you're watching online or wherever you are, I'm saying that God is wanting you to know that he's still on the throne and he still knows exactly what's going on and he's able to navigate your children back to where he wants them to go. Some of you just be like, well, they're just off. No, they're just on a detour. I love the GPS system. It says recalculating. He's recalculating their steps. How do you know? Because the Bible says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. He delights in his way. What do you mean? Even when I get off, he delights in his way. But even when I'm off track, he delights in his way. But it doesn't seem like it's right. He delights in his way. And though he fall, he shall not utterly be cast down because the Lord will uphold him with his hand. God is able 
to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Amen? Amen. I'm going to ask you mothers to stand. I'm going to pray for you. Why don't you close your, close your eyes, those of you around, just close your eyes. And as you mothers are standing, I'm not trying to embarrass you, but if you're experiencing any of those things that I'm talking about, would you just raise your, no, nobody's look, just raise your hand. I want to specifically, some of the things that I'm, that I'm talking about right now. You can put your hand down. I, I just knew, I feel like the Lord said, said, said that. So Lord, right now in Jesus' name, I want you that are sitting next to, would you stretch your hands out, extend hands out, and just touch so right next to somebody, somebody around Somebody around, just go ahead and stretch your hand. Maybe they're next to you. Just stretch your hands out toward her. Just in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing, who you are. We bless, Lord, these mothers in the name of Jesus. But I'm asking you, Lord, by the power of a miracle, by the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord, that not only you encourage these moms, not only do you, Lord, go uh, and, and protect them, keep them. I'm praying, Lord, that you turn that situation around right now in the name of Jesus. By the power of your spirit, Lord, I'm asking you to intervene in a way, a creative miracle, a creative sign and wonder, Lord, to let them know that you are working on their behalf. Not only that, you are, Lord, working all things together for the good of those that love you and are called according to your purpose. I thank you, Lord, that their children are called according to your purpose. I thank you, Lord, that you're doing great and mighty and amazing things, Lord, and they're going to see miracles. I'm praying, Lord, that that would happen this year in the name of Jesus. I claim that for them, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that it would see a turnaround this year. They would come and say, you won't believe it. You won't believe it. I go, I believe it because I believe the Lord said that it's going to be a turnaround, Lord, this year, that relationships will be restored, that, that mothers will be restored to their children, Lord, that the prayers that they poured out on their children would be poured back on them and that they would see the sea and stand and see the salvation of the Lord. And I hear this for some moms in here today. I would have lost heart. I would have fainted. I would have lost all kind of heart if I had not seen, <laughs> if I had not seen, if I had not experienced hmm, the goodness of the Lord in the land. Whew, right now, the Spirit of God is, I just feel him in this room right now. Some of you are experiencing his presence is falling on you right now. Just receive that. If I had not, I'm saying this with somebody who's hopeless. I feel like there's a mom who just feel like it's hopeless. I don't see it. I can't see it. I'm telling you, the Lord says, if you had not seen the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, <clears throat> you're in the land of the living, going to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I could move away from this spot, but I'm telling you, God's doing a work right now in hearts. He's infusing some people. Mom, that's been hurting, that's been crying, and you ain't even told your husband how much you've been, you've been just, just been hurt. You've been, you just hadn't said anything. You've kept it all to yourself. I want you to know today, God's telling me to tell you, God knows. He knows. In Jesus' name, he knows. And he wants you to realize that he has not forgotten you. He has not forgotten the promise that he made you about your children. I just feel that so strong in here right now. It's all right. Just, just go ahead and receive that. I don't know who you are. Just, it's all right. Just receive. I feel his presence in here touching moms right now, touching him. And it's okay. It's all right, Lord, we receive that. I receive that from moms that can't receive it from themselves. This is for somebody, I don't know, the Lord just told me, you need to forgive yourself, mom. Forgive yourself. Release yourself. 
Stop blaming yourself. Release yourself. Forgive and say, hey, I, I, if I would have done this, if I should have, would have, could have, I'm telling you God is bigger than your would have, could have, should have. He is bigger than that. And he's able to turn those things around right now in Jesus' name. I don't know. I feel that strong in here right now. Somebody, I feel it. He's bigger than that. His presence is in this room right now. Holy Spirit, breathe on these moms right now. Breathe on them. In Jesus' name. Some of you have said, I, I, I want more for them. God wants me to tell you, you can't want more for them than I do. He's releasing his spirit on some of you right now. I feel his presence just falling on you. Just go ahead and just, I feel him in this room right now. I'm not trying to manipulate anything, but I, I can feel the pain of some of you moms right now. I feel that. Holy Spirit, heal hearts. Do a healing. Right now in Jesus' name. It's all right. You can go ahead and just let it out. Just go ahead and let it out. Just go ahead. Just let it out. Just go ahead. You moms, I can feel his presence just falling on some of you right now. Just go ahead and. name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I feel his healing virtue flowing through this room right now Father you are the restorer of the breach you're the one who restores you're the one who brings back the lost and the prodigals do it right now in Jesus name that phone call Father that needs to happen Lord let it happen in Jesus name there's courage to be healed there's Life, Lord, I just thank you that you're doing it right now. I move from this spot. I'm just telling you, he's doing, he's doing a work right now in some hearts. And I thank you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray that he heals you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Sojourn Church Podcast. For more messages or content similar to this, please visit our website. If you would like to support our ministry, please visit the first link in the show description or visit sojournchurch.org give.